What worked for me? What worked to me is you got to do something. You ever meet somebody that don't do nothing? Yeah, you meet yeah. somebody that don't do nothing? Uh-huh. They don't do nothing. Like a, <laughs> they don't date. They don't, they don't do drugs. They don't play checkers. <laughs> they don't do nothing. How long do you like those people for? You don't. I like people with a little bit of edge to them. They got to do something. If you tell me I don't like alcoholics, but I love heroin, I'm in. If you tell me you, you suck toes for breakfast, I'm in. You got to do something. Ron, how in the world are you starting this game tonight after taking that hit just six days ago? Well, let me answer, let me answer that question by asking you two questions. One, is this or is this not the XFL? Yes, it is. Two, do I or do I not currently have a pulse? Yes, I do. Let's play football. Let's go. Hey, I had to take a break. I had to take a break, man. You know, that's what happens sometimes in the league. I have to, next thing you know, I'm working, working, working. And next thing you know, 7 o'clock. And look, Tuesday night, boys, for me, is date night. Like That's the night where I have to, you know, you guys are married. You guys have other things going on, right? Just, look, Tuesday night is like my date night. Okay, so I have to, I have to not be bothered. So if it came from, by the time I got work done and everything, it was like, no, I'm, I'm ready for date night. I can't fucking do this. And you know how you guys are. If, if I don't have it by Tuesday, you guys would be all over my case. Where's the recap, minnow? So I just say, hey, I got to go. I got to go. You know, this is a free program. This is my pro bono to the, to, to the community. But welcome, everyone. Week seven of Blue Streak Lives On. Fantasy Football League, and I was looking at the standings here. Very, very interesting. Um, wh- a couple of things that I noticed. Obviously, we all love that that Kevin uh, is leading the charge. He's ranked number one in the league, and uh, we were able to kind of put a stop on the current streak. You know, we had to do the champagne bottle, popping champagnes for Kevin, right? You know, but you know me, Kev, and, and everybody that knows me, I don't talk shit. I don't, I don't say anything. I'm usually, hey, cool, good game. But I know Kevin. Kevin, I know you, buddy. I know you've reached out to me before when you were winning. You sent me that slide text on a Sunday. You know, I, I didn't get the Kentucky Derby invite, but, you know, that, that Sunday when I lose to you, I get I get those, like clockwork. <laughs> so, but, you know, I, I don't get down like that. I, I'm, not, I'm not that person that is going to, hey, but unless you want to talk shit first, then it's on. Then I'm gonna talk shit. I'm gonna make you, you know, get 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 rattled. Say say a, a comment along the lines of "You're a low life. Uh, you're not better than me in life." And then you're gonna be blocking me from future conversations. That that's what I've achieved thus far when I go there. But I don't want to do that this time. I listen. I'm I'm trying to turn a new leaf. I'm trying to be better. But but Kevin is still dominating. Um, a couple of surprising things so far in the league. Is Big Burke the Kamish 5-2 leading the league in points? And points being scored over 100. He's balling. Okay. And the other thing that I noticed from our our rankings was Leo. You know, he's 6-1 as well, tied with Kevin. But the points against are the lowest in the league. So he's been... He's had a cakewalk schedule. And as we go into the playoff percentages, I mean, it looks like legitimately we have we have eight teams 
We have eight teams that, I mean, we're talking with Donnie uh, going into 33% chance of making the playoffs. But then, for whatever reason, it drops off. It drops off to 9% with our boy Carter. Boy, I was looking at those prop bets. I was looking at them. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And, uh, you know, it looks like a lot of, you know, I'm going to call it, you know, right now in the playoffs, boys, as we're looking at it right now, we have three games going on. We have the Charmin Bowl, which is Sweet Ron and Pearson. They're both one and six right now. We have the the, the Crypto.com Bowl, which will be the Young Woods Brothers and uh, the big-time billionaire Carter. And then we have the other billionaire and Donnie and going up against Buffalo. But they're three and four, so they're fighting out for that last spot. We'll see how it goes. But this is going to be really interesting because, again, their league and, and how we're just – so many people are in it. Like I said, eight guys in it still with a good chance. Even Youngwood's brothers, they got them at 16. But for whatever reason, they don't like Carter's chances. They don't like Pearson's. They don't like Sweet Ron's. I mean, I don't know what to tell you, boys. That's the way the cookie crumbles. And as we go into the scoreboard of this last week, a couple of headlines that happened. And, and uh, I think the biggest takeaways from week seven, in my opinion, has been, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson looking like his own MVP self uh, and beating the Lions, which the Lions have been riding this train of, of confidence. It's going to be a different year and all that. And, you know, the Lions have been like Burke, you know, just like the Browns. It's a team that they they don't have a lot going on. I mean, I I mean I went to the Bucks game uh, against uh, the Lions a couple weeks ago, and Lions fans were talking shit. I'm saying to myself, what have you guys done? Last time I remember you guys going to the playoffs was Barry Sanders. That was the last time we were in the same division. I, so I don't I didn't understand where that came from. Like this, and they were chanting and going crazy. You would think that they have won like the fucking Patriots. You would think that they were just dominating for the last 10 years. And they just have a winning record. Whoopty fucking do. But that's what happens with a fan base when they suck so long. And uh, so, but they ended up, Ravens ended up beating them. New England ended up having a convincing win against Buffalo when they needed it. Uh, you know, earning Belichick's 300th win. And, and then, you know, the Browns and Colts had an interesting game going on uh, where ultimately... You know, the, the Browns ended up winning without Watson. Uh, and, and now you got to think about what's going on in Cleveland because P.J. Walker has been giving them a better shot at winning games versus Watson. So imagine when Watson comes back, even though they're announcing it, like, hey, he's going to be back, he's going to do this, that, and third, right? Like, he's going to be the starter. you got to understand that Cleveland, now with all the pieces going on, if Watson doesn't get a win and doesn't keep the, the same winning mojo going that pj walker has they're gonna have a tough conundrum there that, that may have been one of the worst trades if watson doesn't get it done all that massage work Pittsburgh Steelers ended up being the rams and of course travis kelsey ended up winning and i know you know how i knew travis kelsey was having a good game because in my social media timeline i was getting taylor swift's updates of her celebrating with and doing these special handshakes and shit like that i'm like yep I look at the scoreboard, I'm like, yep. But we'll go into that in the recaps. But, yeah, just kind of a little bit of what's going on around the league as we go into our league shows. Let me go ahead and pull this up real quick, boys. It's a scoreboard because we have to go ahead and get into it, right? We have to get into these these scores, see what's going on. And right now, let's start up with uh, our boy, 
Honey Bear. Look at that, six and one, dominating. Kicking ass, I think. Well, no, not yet. But again, my apologies, guys. For whatever reason, this fucking, when I go into the PC version of our league, and I'm, and I'm trying to get into the scores, right? I'm trying to get into the scores. I'm trying to understand, guys. I, what are we doing? You know, I, give, give me. Listen, I, I, so let me just talk shit while I'm doing. You know, I was walking around today. I got my new LeBron shoes. Let me tell you, A-Train, rest his soul, he, he, he came up to me one game at the game. And he was like, Menno, you know, playing basketball in the morning. Menno, you got to try these LeBron shoes. He was like, you got you to gotta try these LeBron shoes. I'm like, what the fuck you mean, dude? Like, I don't, I don't fucking wear LeBrons. You know, I don't, what the fuck? He goes, Menno. Trust me, you gotta wear LeBrons. It's like, and I'm like, well, what do you mean by that? It's like they're just so comfortable, and, and and they're so. And I'm like, okay, okay, right, fine. Uh, look, I got a phone call. I gotta call you back. But you know, um, let me see. Uh, I'm trying. Fuck, I'm trying to look for the scores, man. I'm trying to look for the fucking league scores, man. God damn, boys, I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. I can't figure this out. Where am I at? Where am I at? Where am I at? I mean, week five, week six, week seven. Can we just can we just look at the score? I mean, Jesus, box scores. Let's see this. Am I here? Am I here? Week seven box scores. Fucking goddamn right. All right, here we go. Um, yeah. So I anyway, he told me to buy LeBron shoes, and ever since then, they're definitely the most comfortable shoes. I know we don't have LeBron lovers here. We don't have any basketball guys. You know, everyone is still stuck in the '80s. I I get it. I get you guys. It's 40 years ago, but I get it. That's the best time, right? Uh, that's when we were able to clothesline people and undercut people, and you know those shitty players could be out there and play. You know, you know Charles Oakley couldn't play in this league. He couldn't play in this league right now. He couldn't. I mean, he he he'll be out of the league in two years, right? Xavier McDaniel's and all that shit, right? I mean, but but anyway, but anyway, I love my LeBrons. I'm fucking around, walking around here like, damn, these LeBrons are so fucking comfortable, bro. I got, I got these low tops. That's a little urban in me. You know, everybody's got something from childhood. Me growing up in an urban environment, shoes was everything. So, you know, when I get comfortable shoes, like A-Train told me to get these LeBrons, and now I'm still getting them, you know? It's like fucking good shit. I don't know, man, but all right, man. Well, let me get back into these scores. I finally figured it out. So, anywho, we got the league leader in Honey Bear. Uh, he went up against Money Never Sleeps, right? And that was a tough one for Diesel. I mean, he's... Had a couple losses back to back, and he wasn't even able to muster a, a good score, man. I mean, that's, anything under 80 is a problem, you know. Like it's like you know you're really hurting. And, and that's the weird thing about Honey Bear was he dominated you with Russell Wilson at the helm. You know he dominated you with Alvin Kamara. Welcome back with 12. Isaiah Pacheco obviously doing a great job in Kansas City as their six and one. I mean he's really like he has a great story, but I'm just happy for him. He's getting 12 points. Mike Evans gave you 15, even though you have to uh, – I mean, who's the best quarterback in the NFC South? Uh, is it Riddler? I don't even know his name. Rittner? Right, Donnie? What, what, what am I saying? Rittner? Or is it Baker Mayfield? I think Baker Mayfield, he is who he is. I, I, I don't think any time – if he's not a quick decision maker and getting the ball – getting rid of the ball quickly, I don't like his scrambling ability. I hate it. I, I see problems all the time. He's not accurate. He has wrong reads. So I, I don't like I like Baker Mayfield when he's doing screen passes real quick. Oh, he's fucking going down the scene. Like just quick shit. Just quick shit. Get the let the fucking guys get yaks. Um but anywho, uh but Mike Evans gave us fifteen. Mark Andrews gave you eighteen. 
And Christian McCaffrey, even with that loss, gave you 19. What a stud. And 113 points. Uh, even though Riley Patterson didn't come through for, you know, they, he's had an ugly outing in Baltimore. But, I mean, Diesel, where do we start? Justin Herbert, he, he's – there was some talk about the, the, the change in offensive coordinators and coaches um, devaluing him or diminishing his ability to score. I – I still think he's worth it. He's got the talent. We just got to get him the right marriage. I mean, when we look at these quarterbacks and coaches, there has to be a right marriage with that. Um, and I don't think right now that's the current case in point. I mean, when listen, and when when my boy Josh Kelly is getting more points than Austin Eckler, you know you have a problem over there in, in San Diego. And that was a divisional game. I don't understand. What I don't understand about that game, Diesel, was why didn't they double-team Kelsey? Like, do you guys – like, he's probably top three tight ends of all time. For me, my best tight end of all time is Gronk. I would say Tony Gonzalez is after that, and I would say Kelsey. Or, you know, either – you could talk about conversation, but those those are my top three. Those are my top three tight ends of all time. Tony Gonzalez, Gronk, and Kelsey. Um, and I, I don't understand how you don't double-team that guy, especially when they don't have a Tyreek Hill anymore. But whatever, they – they're in the division. They think they know something, and they got their ass whooped. Uh, Brian Robertson, Diesel gave you 8.3. Olave, by the way, got arrested today for fucking going 70 and a 35 mile an hour. He wasn't happy with Chris Carr yelling at people when he's overthrowing them. Fucking throwing ducks out there. The fucking guy, Olave, I get it. Everyone in New Orleans ought to be frustrated because Olave and Thomas are having a deal with Fucking car. It's it's frustrating. Zay Flowers gave you seven and a half over in Baltimore. Darren Waller, great job. I mean, I tell you, wasn't that a crazy game though? They didn't have their quarterback, right? I mean, what was that fucking guy's? Uh, you know, I, I don't even know. They they brought in uh, Taylor, right? But I don't even know the the, the, the guy who's the big quarterback they signed for like uh, you know two hundred million or whatever, and basically couldn't get any money to Barkley and everyone else. That fucking guy came in, and I just saw that clip of that D tackle for Washington saying, we fucking suck. He fucking gave the gym more. Like, we fucking suck. I've been here seven years. What's the evaluation like after a loss like that? They whooped our ass, plain and simple. Got to be better. Anything they did that surprised you guys early on? No, I want to say so. I think it's just a lack of focus on our part, a lack of attention to detail, not starting fast, and creating holes that are too big for us to overcome in the second half. Does it get frustrating when that scene? Yes, it does. I'm fucking tired of this shit. Fucking tired of this bullshit. It's been seven fucking years of the same shit. Tired of this shit. What can you do now going forward to get it turned around? Get our minds right and get ready to play fucking Philadelphia. My whole point is the Giants came out with a win, and Waller's doing what I expected him to do. Uh, Zach Moss came down to earth with 6.2. Raiders defense and Justin Tucker, you know, just kind of barely doing their averages, right? Uh, but, I mean, there wasn't anything you could do, man. I mean, you had a bunch of guys on a bye week, and that's what happens. Uh, we all know that. But uh, 113 points, man, that's you really dominated there. All right, so congratulations to you, Honey Bears. You're first in the league. Well, tied in first, and you're doing some good work. Next up, it is my boy Sweet Run. It's the Charmin Bowl. It is the preview of the Charmin Bowl coming up in the loser's bracket. That's kind of what I tend to do for the guys that aren't here. When you don't make the playoffs, I don't talk about you. I wouldn't make – I talk about the winners, okay? I'll make fun of you. I'll say, you know, you're going to the Crypto.com Bowl. 
gone to the Charmin Bowl, whatever the fuck it is. You know, all those all those bowls in college football that don't matter. Remember, like, the fucking uh, Hertz.com or the, you know, some fucking weird name bowl. Whatever. I mean, you guys get the trip anyway. But, but Pearson. Wow. Wow. I mean, he gave it to Sweet Ron Ronald. What's going on, man? This is not a good look. When you're having Pearson, and I know he's not paying any attention. I'm telling you, he is not paying any attention to anything that's going on in football. I guarantee it. If you look at his Facebook, you look at he's either golfing, he's either fishing, he's either just doing anything other than watching NFL football on a Sunday. So just remember that, guys. When you lose to Rob, this is like priority number 10. Now, he doesn't give a fuck. He's doing it because he loves the crew, he loves us, man, and he's he's here supporting us. And it's exciting. It's fun. All right? But, I mean, Jesus, Ron, how do you let this happen? How do you let this happen? Why didn't why didn't you put Trevor Lawrence in there? But I get it because you got Nakua and, and Cooper Cup. I get it. I get it. That that was a good move, but they they did ended up losing over there. You know, uh, you had you know you, you definitely let me see Rob. Of course, Mahomes came in, came through with forty seven. Barkley came through with fifteen. James Cook came through with sixteen. That was it, really. I mean, those are the top three, and everyone else just gave me single digits. There was nothing else exciting, but 114 points, Mr. Pearson, on on a dominating performance against a former champion. But Stafford didn't didn't live up to his expectation. Ramonde, he did what he did. Ingram, what happened there? Why didn't Keontae Ingram give you any points? What happened there? I, I don't even know what happened. Cooper Cup obviously underwhelmed with 4.9. You know, it's one of those where you don't, you know. You have to play it that way, Ron. You're right. I mean, you have to play Cup and you have to play Nakua. You have to play them both. Uh, Drake London gave you 6.4. TJ Hawkinson gave you 10. Browns defense, which is a defense, I think, even though the only, uh, you know, they, they fucking uh, only allowed 38 points. They gave you 13 points in fantasy football. Um, but I don't think you would have had much of a difference here, man. I mean, you, you went with the right plays. It was just too much firepower. With um, fucking uh, Taylor Swift's, uh, you know, team, and 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 Big Pearson pulled it off. So congratulations to you, Pearson. You off? You're everyone's got to win. So now we can't. You know, no one's undefeated. No one's owing and, and something. So I love it. I mean, good stuff, man. Congratulations to you, Pearson. We'll see you what you bring on next week. Okay. Next up is the Young Woods brothers, Big Burke. Boy, look at Big Burke. I love how Burke. Just took what I said, and he's just like, all right, you think I'm the fucking Browns, Minnow? Huh? You going to call me the fucking Cleveland Browns? Burko's Browns, motherfucker. Boom! And I'm going to score 137 points. You like that? You like that? Huh? Huh? That's a Burke. Burke is just giving it to me. Boy! You know, and I love, and I love these prop bets, buddy. I mean, let's get into that league home. You know, we got to remind people. Big Burke, he's got Burke versus Carter, 100 points total four, okay? I mean, Burke is out there, boy. $200. Oh, boy, let's get it. Ronimo, you know, eat, eat. Man, Burke, Burke is going to make some money this year. I'll tell you that. Boy, this is fucking great. He's going to make some money, boy. 
No one believed Burke. I didn't either. I didn't either. You know, but I'm not a gambling guy. I like watching the gamblers gamble, but I'm not a gambler like that. I, I go to poker. All right, I put a parlay in. Sure. But man, I'm telling you, when you go with, when you go with Ocean's 12, man, you gotta let the professionals do their job. And Burke boy, he's just saying, oh, I love it, Big Burke. He's coming in, bobbing too. Hey! And he demolished one young 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 woods, man. I mean, this is really ugly. Uh, boy, oh boy. I mean, if, if we're looking at uh, just the points, let me just bring this up real quick for the young woods. Let, let, let's see what their points for is. I mean, right now they're second to last in the league. I mean, there are 600 points, uh, and, and, and you know they're they, they're just getting smacked around. I mean, they're, they're you know top four and, and points scored against them, and they're second to last. I mean, this is a recipe for a shitty year, and Blue Streak lives on. I mean, that's really what it comes down to, and I'm sorry about that, boys, but you gotta take that draft serious. You got to come in here, and if you can't get in there yourself, you got to hire a guru. You got to go ahead. You know, nowadays, what you, can't you go to, like, one of these sites? Like, you know, uh, I forgot. You know, go to these sites, just, you know, hire a nanny, hire a nurse, hire a tech guy. You just need to hire a fantasy football expert. If you can't make it, like you and Donnie. You and Donnie got to do that. You guys just got to get in there. Okay, I can't make it. You know, I, I can't make it. There's 365 days heads up. I can't make it great, no problem. You go ahead, hire you that guy for a couple hundred bucks, he fucking gets it for you. Or auto draft, man. Fucking auto draft, man. You know, let let Burke know. Like, fuck it, we'll auto draft. But you just can't come in here, you know, thinking you're gonna just randomly show up and you're gonna get smacked around in this league. Now, this is what Burke Burke is gonna remind you, and I'm gonna remind you, and then Diesel's gonna remind you, and then Kevin is gonna remind you. But Burke, I mean, what a, what an ass kick. I mean, Lamar Jackson, like I said earlier, having another MVP year, uh, 42 points. Kenneth Walker giving you 11. Uh, DeAndre Swift, that's going to be uh, 7.5 points with Philly. Great game over there against Miami. Uh, even though Tyreek Hill, Miami are, are, are Miami pretenders, but Tyreek Hill is not a pretender at 16.8. Jacoby Myers gave you 12. Uh, Dallas Golder, look at that. I mean, he is 14.7. I mean, I love it. I love AJ Brown like that. You you lined up, you pushed all in with your Philly people, pushed all in, and you got some points. Way to go! You know, Ronald will try to do the same thing, but it didn't work. Uh, Steelers four points, and then Matt Gay gave you seven. I mean, it was a dominating performance. I mean, there's nothing that was gonna save Baker. You know, you know, it's a bad day when Baker Mayfield is leading the charge. I'm a Bucks fan. I've been a Bucks fan since Vinny Testaverde, Sam Weish, Eric Rett, uh, Lamar Thomas, fucking Hardy Nickerson, you know, all that shit. All you older guys know what I'm talking about. You know, when we had the sombrero, and uh, God damn, though, man, but Baker's not exciting at all. He's, meh, meh, uh, yeah, meh. Oh, by the way, I, I, I go into my, uh, I, I have to bring up something coming up, but uh, yeah, but you guys, uh, Jesus fucking Christ. And then I see a bunch of fucking zeros because you had a bunch of buys. Oh, boys. You know, like, you know, let me tell you guys, young woods. So let me tell you something from an old man, mental man here, gray haired and thinning hair. It's that, I tell you what, you know, what I like to do when I'm, when I'm two and five and I have no chance, I, I start, everyone knows this about me. Your dad holds me back. 
but I'm all in for this, fucking blow it up. I mean, fucking blow it up. Whatever you think is valuable, it's not valuable. Okay? Just get you, you know, would you think it's an A is really a C, so you got to trade for another C talent. You got to just, just shake it all up, man. Just shake it all up because right now, I mean, when I see nine out of your ten slots only giving you no more than eight points, oh, I mean, that's that's gross, guys. That's I'm not going to bash you. I love your dad. Uh, but, man, guys, I mean, you got to come hard in that. It, 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 it's unacceptable. It, it, it really is. Uh, but next up, you know, um, you know, I'll tell you what. Next up, though, this is a message to the league from MVP Realty. As he gets a win, a close one, over my man, Sir Arthur. This is a, this is a paid advertisement here by MVP. It goes, ladies and gentlemen, you won't believe the epic roller coaster ride we witnessed in week seven of fantasy football. MVP owner Derek Carlson delivered a masterclass in strategic gameplay. When adversity struck and Falcons coach bench star running back Bajan Robinson, Derek was unshaken. In a jaw dropping move, he snatched a 22 point powerhouse kicker Hopkins right off the waivers. But the madness didn't stop there. As the 425 kickoff loomed, Derek MVP made a shocking decision. He moved Metcalf to the IR and out of nowhere swooped in to claim Smidge Jigba. I if I said that right, Donnie. For the wide receiver slot. The result? An electrifying showdown with MVP emerging victorious at 96.6 points against the Buffalo Soldiers, 85.4. In the world of fantasy football, Derek Carlson's MVP team just rewrote the playbook on making clutch moves when it matters the most. Stay tuned, folks, because this is how you become the real MVP of fantasy football. I, look, I'm just relaying the message. I had no, That had nothing to do with me. That had to do all about MVP. He had all morning to write that the way he did. And you could tell that I went to college because I could somewhat read. Okay, a little bit. You know, regardless. And another another Anthony story. I remember when we went to Green Bay to watch, uh, uh, went to a Green Bay game, me, him, and uh, his buddy, uh, Chris. Chris LeMay, shout out to Chris. We all went. We went to Green Bay, Lambeau Field, snowing and all that. And I remember telling him in the airport, you know, because I know, I know myself, I'm old enough. And I told him, guys, just just know that people are going to ask me if I'm a former football player or if I'm, it, people just get fascinated with me, right? Because it's like a big guy, speaks well, but he looks like a football player. You know, I, 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 he, he's, he's not really black, but he's something, he doesn't have an accent, right? It's like all these different you know, like people get fixated on trying to peg you into something. Like if you don't look like white or blonde or totally black, anything in that spectrum, people are asking questions, right? That's the way America is. So I remember going with him and saying, hey, nah. And sure enough, they were laughing their ass off because of like so many people come up to you and ask him, like, I know. And I'm fucking, and I'm fucking 46. I don't even want this attention. You know, I'm, I'm not even, uh, you know, I'm just a regular worker minding my business. And, and people just keep coming up to me. So it was really fun. I don't even know why I came up with that. But uh, anyway, uh, but you, uh, Sir Arthur, 
as we have a matchup coming up next week, um, it, it was just a tough one because you had you had CD Lamb on a bye, uh, so it, it couldn't have helped you. That, that would have made a difference for sure because you had to start Craig Reynolds, and that was a big hindrance there. No, I'm sorry, Calvin Ridley. I mean, he just didn't do anything for you. That's been a big disappointment in Jacksonville because he looked really good in preseason, and you thought that he was going to be doing some good things. But, I mean, uh, just not having the production. 49ers defense gave you minus three. That's all you need to know. Uh, but it was a close one because I think if you would have – there's nothing on your bench that would have helped you. Unfortunately, it, it was – looking at – and, you know, Josh Allen came through, and Diggs came through, and Ford came through, but it just wasn't enough to pull it through. I mean, again, I mean, you need to – you try to even during these bye weeks, like you gotta make sure you stay close to that hundred mark as possible, and it's gonna be very tough. But I know you have a good team. You definitely have a good team. Now we just have to see how it looks from week to week as we have you. But MVP now being four and three, and you, sir, sir Arthur, being three and four. I definitely understand the frustration there. But uh, hopefully we have a good matchup coming up, and we'll see who wins for sure. So wish you the best, my friend. Next up is myself against, you know, uh, Kevin and, and, and Billy Bean. And we had a dominating performance. But it wasn't to no surprise simply because once we got Travis doing what he does and Jalen Hurts doing what he does, then everything else is icing on top. For us, the three horsemen in our team is Jalen Hurts, Jonathan Taylor, and Kelsey. If those guys produce then we have a good shot against anyone. Uh, and in this case, in point, we went against the best team in the league, and we did a pretty good job. But, you know, you you, you didn't have your defense, Kevin. You, you didn't have, uh, you know, you, you Dak, I, I don't know if you would have, would you have played him over Purdy? That, that's one of those that, you know, because Purdy came back down to earth uh, on Monday night, and he was exposed a little bit. But, it, again, 18 points. Uh, three points off the mark. I don't know. You know, I don't. I I think that was fine. I mean, Travis Etienne came off the you know that Thursday game, not not the Thursday game, but the first game on Sunday. <clears throat> was it on Sunday? I thought I, th I thought it was early Sunday. I'm not sure. Whatever you know, but it was uh, Raheem Mostert. Now there's conversations in Miami after that game. What, what do we do out there? But I think Miami is gonna be fine. The, you know, the NFL it, it's so full of parity. It truly is. It's kind of like this league. Like we have legitimate every year, we have eight to nine teams competing. And even if you're not competing like Burke, he's still trying to smack your ass around. That's what I love about Burke. You know, it doesn't matter. Burke can go 0-8, 0-9, like we've seen before, boys. And he's not trading, and he's just trying to line up the best people out there to win. I love that. He's a fucking winner. I love it. But uh, and you're, it, was just, it was just one of those bad outings, Kev. I mean, uh you know, I mean, Osborne, Tony, and Smith just didn't give you any production. I mean, that was a good – I was really surprised. I don't know if that was you move, Kevin, or Billy Bean, when you stuck the Giants in there. I said, that was a really smart move by you guys. I was like, you know what? That's more of a moral move, Kev, but correct me if I'm wrong, but I just felt that was like a really – I was like, okay. You know, they're working over there. Rashad White gave you 10.9, even though um, – you know, the running game in Tampa is, is non-existent, basically, and Brandon McManus gave you eight. But it was, um, listen, I mean, you, you, you couldn't go undefeated. I mean, we, we love you. We we, we 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 want you to win a championship. I want you to win a championship. But I'll tell you what, 
you know you can't go undefeated. I mean, that's one of those that – could you imagine, like, if Carter went undefeated? Could you imagine? We would never live that down. Like, we would never – we would never hear the end of it. Right? So, we just – we got to keep everybody a little bit humble. And I think this, this game for you was a uh, – just one of those. You're still in the clear. Playing that games to play. And, and for us, it's just staying – Staying in the hunt, you know, we, we just hope to the, the, the goal is to stay in the playoffs, hopefully get a bye. And uh, we, we, we got to go win here. And, and but, but you know, it's plenty of football to be played. So, but congratulations to you know, you know, it, it, this is all Greg's show. It, this is the Greg, Mr. Woods, and Minnow. There's a reason why Mr. Woods is at the headliner because I'm just a, a silent partner in this, even though I talk my shit here. I'm a silent partner, but congratulations, sir. I mean, this is uh. Mr. Woods, I mean, you're doing great work. I'll be looking forward to your text tonight to see what kind of moves we need to make in the waiver wire, if any. All right. So last up on the, this is the Crypto.com Bowl. Right now, what they're scheduling in the playoffs started today. And look at my boy, our boy, Carter. He said, fuck Deshaun Watson. I got, I got Kirk Cousins giving me 28. You know, putting that gold chain on right after the game. Jimmy O'Gams. Welcome fucking back. I mean, that's what we thought. That's what we thought, Carter. We thought Jameer Gibbs was going to be that guy. Even with that loss, he gave you 19. So it must have been a lot of garbage time, you know? I know he had that one play and stuff. Yeah, but we're like just, hey, Jameer Gibbs is that guy. Come on, man. Let's, let's give it up to him. Then you had the receiver, Justice Hill. Gave you 4.8, and then Keenan Allen gave you 5.5. Um, nothing nothing there. There, Michael Pittman is definitely a solid one, and I I, I, I have him in my other league. So I, I, I thought he was going to continue what he had going on last year, and uh, good thing he he is the real deal. He's a solid receiver over there in Indianapolis, even though it was a crazy game, a shootout between the Colts and the Browns. Uh, Hunter Henry did come through for you with 2.7. Amon Ra, you know, I, I saw a stat of, of, of how much of the lion's share of targets and opportunities he gets. Um, so he's definitely going to be somebody that you have, whether he's a receiver one or two, or you're going to have him in the flex, worst case scenario. I think you had to put him in the flex. Maybe you didn't like your options, what you had on the bench, and I don't blame you. I mean, Kareem Hunt, it, it's, it, as great as he is, we know that if Kareem gets touches, but now since he's going against Ford, now that's that's a little bit of a problem. So he he needs to get some injuries to get the play. But he gave you 15, but it's not something that we can guarantee. It's kind of like Moss and Taylor in Indianapolis. Like you know, Moss can give you those points, but if he's sharing with Taylor, then it's it's going to be a fluctuating situation. Um, but you had enough. You had enough. 103 points, sir. Uh, you're doing great bouncing back here. And with Deshaun Watson, like I said earlier, just they're trying to figure that out in Cleveland. But you know, with with uh, Donnie. As, you know, I don't know who he hires for his fucking draft, but uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what to say, but you're three and four. You're three and four, though. So, Tua gave you 14. And Deontay Foreman, that's been the, the, the guy. You know, it's interesting because in Chicago, uh, Fields was down with a thumb injury and didn't like the work that that backup did. I forgot his name. I don't even know how to say. It sounds like Bagel, like Benyat, something like that. But for whatever reason, they had a convincing win, uh, 30 points, uh, 30 to 12, I want to say, against uh, the Raiders. And he was one of the big you know, big factors there. But, you know, who's to say that if Fields comes back, you know, or if he, you know, it's just 
the NFL is is so wild to me because things that people things that you think are constant are never going to be constant. You have players like McCool coming out. You have Don, Deontay Foreman. He was a former player over at Carolina. You know these guys. It seems to me that the NFL it's mostly about the opportunity. Like if the right coaching scheme is there and the opportunities there presented. I mean, who knows where Brady would have been if he would have been playing somewhere else, right? I mean, it's like you just don't know, like, these situations, how they how they pan out. Or even Brett Favre going from Atlanta to Green Bay, right? I mean, it's just so fascinating that I love that about the NFL. Uh, Foreman came through with a solid performance for you. Devontae Adams, he's griping over there in, in, in Las Vegas. Guess what? You know what you were getting into. You knew what you were getting into, bro. And, yeah, they traded, they traded Carr. Yeah, that sucked. But you, you, I would not have gone to the Raiders in that bowl. I just wouldn't have gone. I, if I'm Devontae Adams, I'm going where there's a, a, a stable-ass quarterback. I would have followed Aaron Rodgers. I would have been like, Aaron, if you go to the Jets, I'll wait until the Jets call me. You know, I would have done something like that because, and even though it was hurt, but you get my point. Like, you, you, you are, when you're an elite receiver, just go with an elite quarterback. You know, don't don't think you're better than the. You know, it's just like these guys get arrogant. But anyway, I'm just going on the rant there. But Amari Cooper gave you 2.2. Logan Thomas gave you 5.1. Christian Watson, I mean, uh, 9.0. Nothing exciting there, Donnie. And to think that would you have won? No fucking chance. So I don't know. I mean, there's nothing exciting to talk about this game here. I mean, it, it, it's just what it is. It's the crypto.com bowl. Fizzle out like crypto, like those NFTs. I'm sure you guys didn't invest in any of that because uh, you guys are, like I said, you guys are, are, are flourishing billionaires in your own right. But, you know, if, if fantasy football ain't it. Fantasy football ain't it, guys. I mean, I know you're doing it for the fun and for the camaraderie, but Jesus Christ, nothing exciting happening there. But that's it, boys. I mean, I I don't I don't see anything else exciting. I mean, I, I'm going to go ahead and look at the players that we have here in free agency. I'll give you the recap. But no, nothing here. I like looking at the flex and seeing what's out there. I mean, if you consider a Tyler Higby, you know, uh, you know, Craig Reynolds, you have Robert Woods, Odell Beckham is still fucking. Is he still fucking hurt? Is he still? You know, it's just not. You know, we we are fucking vultures when it comes to our teams and what we have. I love it though, man. I fucking love it. This league is amazing. As we're wrapping up week seven, we'll see how it goes, man. We got some good matchups and everything is forming. Like I said, I mean, you have the top seeds right now already set in place. We still have some people competing. Good shit, boys. And that's it for me. It's a wrap. Everything's wacky now. Uh, Taylor Swift, she won't get off my TV, you know. She's at, every, uh, she's at the NFL games. Her date in this NFL player, Travis, has like brought all these female viewers to the NFL. So pop stars can really bring in the female viewers. You know what that means? Ed Sheeran's got a date a WNBA player. <laughs> Yeah, then women will finally watch. <laughs> I wonder if Taylor's worried about uh, her boyfriend getting, like, the, the head trauma, you know, with the football. Well, these pop stars, they don't know about CTE. Well, unless you're Rihanna. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know anything about pop music. I'm, uh, I'm an old queef, you know, I'm clueless. Like, Lizzo got in trouble. I didn't care for that, you know. I don't know anything about her music, but I don't like the attacking online, you know. I stand behind her. You just can't see me. But, 